Encounter students, thank you so much for joining us tonight for our Encounter service, and we are going to be having another One Take Talk. Tonight, I'm with Cassidy. Hey, guys. And we brought John Eric. Hi. And we have told you on social media to do, do service and start service and make sure you have food because we're just going to have dinner with one another tonight. It's about 7 o'clock. It's time for dinner. So make sure you have your food. And what we're going to do is we're going to eat while we're talking. We're going to um, ask some questions, ask each other questions, ask you guys questions. So please participate. Please um, comment down below. Please text keep group leaders. Text your, your friends. Make sure that we are interacting with one another because we want you involved with this. So what we're going to do is we're just going to open up with prayer, and we're going to pray over our food, and then we're going to get started. God, we just thank you so much for your spirit. God, we thank you that you are here, that you are with us, Lord, that you are speaking to each one of us, Lord, that you are active in this time in our lives, that you are present in this time of our lives, God, and I pray that this time would be fruitful, Lord. God, that we may not all be in the same room, Lord, but God, we know that we are all present in the spirit with one another, that we are united by the church, we're united by the kingdom of God, Lord, and I pray that you would unite our hearts, Lord. God, that your spirit would be active among us as it was in, in the early days of Acts, Lord, and I pray that you would speak to us, that you would use us, that you would um, transform us, Lord, God, that we would have insight for one another, God, that we would speak uh, clearly and speak through the Spirit today. God, I pray that you'd bless this food, Lord, that you would nourish it to our body, Lord. God, that this would be a time of, of community with one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so as we've been starting for the past couple weeks, we have our let's be honest questions. And these are questions we're asking one another. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to go around the room, um, go around the table, and we're going to talk with one another and, and ask questions and get to the deep of it. So who's got the first right. one? Cassidy, what belief about yourself no longer served you? Mm. That is a good question. What belief about myself no longer served you? Um, I guess I could say I used to think when I was younger that I had to please everyone and that, you know, I've always been kind of a people pleaser, but I thought that that was like my job. I needed to do everything right to please other people, but I realized that's not the case now. So, um, yeah, so I don't have to please people. Anyway, <laughs> um, your question, Zach, is what is the most unexplainable thing that has ever happened to you? Okay. The first thing that came to my mind was I was in unexplainable, I guess you could say supernatural or spiritual. I don't know. I don't know what, I'm still trying to figure out what all this was. I remember I was like in high school and I was sleeping. I was sleeping. I forget like how old I was. I was sleeping and I was like awoken and like my heart was like pounding and like it sounded like my ears were pounding and my head was pounding. And, like, the name, like, David, like, was, like, screaming in my ears. And I was like, okay, God, is this this you? So I just started praying for people that I knew was, huh? That is my middle name. But why would God call me by my middle name? I don't know. Um, so what I did was I just started praying for every David I knew in my life at that point. And um, I don't know. Was it God? I don't know. Was it... Sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? I don't know. 
if you know, let us come, let us know down below. If you, if God told you or spoke to you, that is one of the first things I'm honestly going to ask God is what, what was that? What was that experience? So that I will say that is the most unexplainable experience I've ever had in my life. Whether it was God, whether it wasn't God, I don't, I don't know, but I prayed for every David in my life that night. So, even the Bible. There's even. so many things. Even every day that was in the Bible, I don't know. I don't know what I was praying into, but I, apparently it was big enough for the Lord to scream in my ear in the middle of the night. Anyway, okay. John Eric, how would you describe yourself in three words? Okay, three words. Um, I think my first one may be overachieving. I feel like it's awful, but, like, I don't always want to, like, be the best person I can, you know? Yeah. I don't want to... Noble. Yeah, I don't want to be... I don't know. I don't want to be looked down upon as not good enough or... Sort of like the pleasing thing mm -hmm. that you said, Cassidy. Yeah. Of always wanting to be the best that I could be. Mm -hmm. Um... Man, this is a hard one. Okay, uh... I would say I'm friendly. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't... I could agree. Okay, second that, please. <laughs> Thank you. I would say friendly, because I feel like I get along with people, even people I don't know, mm -hmm. people that's new. Um, yeah. And for my final word... Curious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you ever just sit at night and you're just like, hmm. huh. And like, just think about how things work, how the world is crazy. I think about that a mm -hmm. lot. So, yeah. I would say curious. I like that. Um, a word for you guys out there watching. Uh, what are you overthinking right now? It could be about this whole pandemic. It could be about anything that's personally happened in your life recently. And if you have that, either text a key group leader or comment down below in the live stream and tell us your answers. So. Do it. Yes, we want to know what you're overthinking. Mm -hmm. And that actually does kind of lead us into what we're talking about tonight. Um, what we decided to, what we've been talking about, what do we need to talk about? What are we, what are we wanting to talk about? What do we think our students need to talk about? And I think it's just having like these real talks of, mm -hmm. of where are you at? Like, where are you at in this time? Because it's such a um, unprecedented time. I think, I think it's something that, we may never ever get again. Like it feel it doesn't. Some people feel like this is just like one big mass vacation, like stop in life. But it's, um, but it is. No, not when you're essential. Not when you're in ministry. Not when you're breathing. Um, but life is essential. Life is essential. Life is essential. But it. It's a time where, like, if like everything's stripped away. Like, I've said yeah. this multiple times. Like, for me in my life, it's kind of crazy because at this point, I would have gone to multiple students' um, concerts or productions or um, or games or ceremonies or, or whatever, and yet that's not not there. That's not not happening. And I said this on one of our Instagram lives about a week ago that it. It feels like y'all's lives as students are are stripped away and stopped because you guys are involved in so many different things like the sports, academic clubs, and um, 
um, FBLA, y'all are involved in like theater, you're involved in um, in church, you're involved in, in youth ministry, you're involved in ministry, in big church as well. And there's a lot of you guys that are serving in multiple capacities and it feels like everything is kind of stripped away and when things are stripped away in life, it kind of, re like I guess it kind of illuminates and elevates um, what is there, what is important in your life. And so I want to ask you guys both, what, um, how are you keeping healthy in this time? Like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, like how are you guys keeping yeah. healthy? Honestly, I can't really say that much has changed for me other than the fact of like, you know, like whenever I go and do things like whenever we come to church, obviously there's nobody here. But mm -hmm. we're still coming, <laughs> you know, just me and Zach especially. But I still work. I work at Chick-fil-A, so I'm pretty busy with work. And then whenever I'm at home, I'm either um, doing homework for my online classes now for college. Mm -hmm. Or, like, my just most recent project that I started, I'm remodeling a room that I'm about to move into in the house. So anyway, so I'm very busy with all of these things. And I feel like I don't have time to sit down and quarantine like all of the other people. So I'm like, in a way, I'm jealous but not jealous of the people that just get to sit around and sleep. <laughs> I miss that. I want to do that, but not really. I like being I like being busy. But spiritually, I guess you could say, um, trying to just maintain my spiritual life, even whenever you're not at church and you're not like physically there in the community and you know being constantly poured into by the people that you see at church and. I try to try to stay with it, you know, online. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that you can do with that. You can watch your pastor's podcast. You can watch your live stream, and then you get to watch all of these other ones too. So I've been like kind of looking yeah. at the, <laughs> the, the broad spectrum of everything that you can you can listen to and everything you can learn, you know, because there's so many different perspectives. But um, I feel like I've grown a lot. And uh, the idea of making me more versatile, I guess you could say. Like, I've learned yeah. more about myself <laughs> in a way. And then, you know, just making sure to have time for God. Because a lot of us, we have an ample amount of time for God. But for me, I'm like, I'm even more busy now, I feel like, than I was before. So, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to make sure that, um, you know, like, my time is set aside. So, mm -hmm. in, in that aspect. For me, I feel like this whole thing has just been put me in a weird position because mm -hmm. it's like, well, this week right now was supposed to be show week for us at the high school for Catch yeah. Me If You Can, so it's been a real downer of not being able to be there for show week. Um, and then just for different things like not getting to do our last band concert mm -hmm. or, or even being in school just to learn. like. That has a greater impact than you would think, because getting to just talk to people and your teachers, it makes you more of a, it has more of an impact on you than you realize until it's all stripped away from you. Mm -hmm. All so learning is hard. Mm -hmm, it really it's is, because then answers, there's always a delay when you have to ask a question. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, if you have a question about something, it may be a day or two before you get a reply back. So you can't procrastinate. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm bad at. I do that a lot. Yeah, address that. <laughs> I do that a lot. Students, week. please don't procrastinate. Like, do your work, do your schoolwork, mm -hmm. 
get it done for the sake of your parents, for the sake of me, for your grades, for the sake of your future. Mm-hmm. Don't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Get on it. Get on it now. Well, later, but now. <laughs> yes, and that's something I've been having to deal with because, like, first quarantine day, I was like, easy. I don't have to do anything, <laughs> and then. It caught up with me because I was like, you got to turn work in and I'm not done. So I realized that I was like, about me and what you were saying about being more versatile with how you feel. Mm-hmm. I realized I like organization in my life. And if I don't have a rhythm yeah. or a routine, I fall apart and it doesn't work out for me. Yeah. So for me, I've grown in finding a rhythm that I can stick to other than just wake up, go to school, eat, come back, practice, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, so I feel like I've grown in that of finding my own rhythm and how I want to live my life because this is kind of like the first time I've felt other than summer free yeah and it's weird but yeah I like it yeah I think that that is the hard part and I think that's where I'm struggling is um, in the uh, I've been trying to keep healthy mentally and and emotionally and all of that like I'm trying to go for walks a lot um yeah. me and Cassidy have gone for walks me and Cassidy have like uh road bikes yeah, like we that's something new that's really fun if you don't do that you should try yeah physical exercise we like y'all need to I go out <laughs> do something do something and um that has helped me mentally and emotionally because it's so easy to feel uh very trapped I guess mm-hmm. in this like and for me, like, I think I most like this way of life a little bit better where my life is not so cluttered, but yeah. it's this kind of feeling that, like, I can't go, like, I can't just go out and go shopping just because I feel like it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there has to be, like, a reason for me going out, and it becomes very difficult, and then you add in the, like, lack of social aspect because we all are experiencing that, like, the lack of... Uh, of tangibility like mm-hmm. it's so weird that we become so used to like this idea of like physical touch or or affirmation or quality time like love language what we talk about yeah. and we are all kind of like separated from that like you're you're separated from the the casual um handshake at church or the the casual hug at church you're um you're deprived of that and you're deprived of quality time with your friends and you're deprived of like words of affirmation or or whatever or or gift giving or or acts of service like you're kind of really deprived um from all of that which is just so i guess so difficult yeah. and what i've had to really work on is is a routine like i like john eric um and even what you have said is like i really enjoy my time I enjoy like my schedule I enjoy waking up this time every day expected to be here every day um at this time and I think my biggest struggle in in ministry has been the lack of of consistent schedule because we do we have our office hours we're here but one day you're you you're expecting to spend the whole day in the office but then you get a call at 11 o'clock at night someone's in the hospital so you're going and visit like yeah it's so hard already to keep a, a structure and for me I thrive off of structure I thrive off of my um, my routine and my schedule and I've been having to create that here something that's really helped me in my spiritual life because it's it's hard it's 
having a spiritual life is like really hard because now it's like, well, I could binge that next TV show. Mm -hmm. Like now that we don't have anything, it's like, I can go through a whole TV show. Well, Mm -hmm. why stop now? Like, why should, let me just finish it Mm -hmm. where if we were going to school, like I have to go to sleep right now because I have school tomorrow. And when that doesn't come, it's so easy to neglect. And what gets pushed off is our relationship with God. But I've been using this app. It's called Church Ohm. Um, And it's a church in Seattle, Washington, led by Judah Smith. Like, I think some of us may have heard of him. And they are doing the... They've been doing this long before quarantine. Like, they have, like, a whole online church, which they're thriving right now. They don't got... Nothing's new in their life. But they do these couple minute, um, they call them guided prayers. Like, so they'll bring a scripture and talk about scripture and give like some sort of imagery about it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll lead you through praying, lead you through praying for yourself and, and praying for whatever the topic is. But then they also have this moment of like, okay, who's the first person in your brain that you're thinking about that needs this? That, that needs peace or needs direction or, or clarity. Yeah. And so what they do is they lead you through praying for this person. So you're praying for yourself, you're getting scripture, you're praying for yourself, and then you're praying for other people. And that has been extremely helpful for me yeah. and has been really a consistency with my life. And then on top of it, like all of my favorite churches and all of like my friends and youth pastors have like different live streams going on all the time like on a Sunday morning I'll be getting ready and and I have one live stream on but then it's Lavon Church of God's live stream and I have that on and well then someone else has their live stream on after that so it's just like Mm -hmm. it's almost content overload but it's also been really nice to um to hear different people what do you think is probably the the biggest difficulty in this time what do y'all think is one of the biggest struggles right now? Well, I think right now um, the responsibility is like solely on you. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking whenever you were talking about um, like making sure that you turn your assignments in on time or not procrastinating or making sure that you are spending time in the Word. Is that like you don't go to church and you don't <clears throat> you don't go to school and everything else like that. So it's like, you don't have someone there holding your hand to mm-hmm. make you do these things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's completely on you. And I think realizing that throughout all of this and being like, oh, well, I can't just rely on going to church to get my feel. I didn't do that in the beginning, but now it's even more evident, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that's part of it, just realizing the responsibility that you have in making sure that you're yeah. on top mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. Um, for me, I think the hardest part is staying connected with people mm-hmm. because, I mean, we have our keep, group, mm-hmm. keep groups and we have our keep group meetings on Wednesday, but some people don't have that. Some people mm-hmm. don't have technology to go and reach out to other people. And I feel like for those people, it's hard to stay connected to their friends mm-hmm. and stay connected with their teachers and still mm-hmm. learn in this time where you can't leave your house. And so I think um, it's up to us who have that to use that and to be grateful what we have because other people around the country or even the world 
aren't able to do that. But since we are, we should be able to use it and not stay hid away in our bed mm-hmm. and just watch Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. And just being able to use that and stay connected. Definitely brings a greater appreciation for, you know, our blessings and our resources, you know, because we are very blessed to have all that we do. And mm-hmm. to be able to do this right now, we are insanely blessed to be able to do this. Yeah, and I agree. I think the um, the technology has been such a blessing for some of us. Mm-hmm. But like, I think with technology and social media and everything, it has those two. There's two phases. Like, and I think everything does. It has the yeah. the good, and then it has the evil involved. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I guess for me, like, I don't know if I can speak for a lot of people, but the the struggle and the difficulty for me in life right now in light of this it's like this this fear this like it's this overarching um fear that's just on our country like mm-hmm. fear for economy fear for yeah. your personal well-being your personal social like it's just this overarching fear but then um i think this idea of comparison because like we none of us have been through this in life none of us literally have been through any of this in our life like even the oldest people like they've gone through gas shortages and things but this is this is so different like there we've not like what's the last time something like this up in america like the plague like i don't like i don't know and so and it's even then like this is so different from that in like the world has changed so much but we have this um there's this idea of comparison, so we're all doing it differently, and and social media is kind of difficult because you get the you get the the highlights get of people's lives, like and so like I've seen people on social media that are um, that are um, doing yoga every morning and like doing these like like they're doing the headstands, they're doing like all of like all of that, or they've learned an instrument, or like they're like. Something like good for you, like congratulations. I'm proud of you. Um, and even like on a smaller scale, like it's so easy to compare what um, our services look like online, yeah. our encounter service, like compare our student ministry to somebody else's student ministry, yeah. and compare someone's church to someone else's church to, to our church, and that is so. Um, it can be either. Compare like I've learned comparison produces two things. Comparison either produces pride mm-hmm. or produces insecurity. Like either like there's no other option. Like when you're comparing yourself to other people, either I'm gonna go, I'm better than John Eric or Cassidy's better than me. Like there's no there's not a point where we're like it that's just what it breeds in our life when we compare ourselves inaccurately and when we try to measure up against one another, like how am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm either going to be arrogant over John Eric of, oh, I I have a bigger youth ministry. I get more views. I get more view counts. Or or Cassidy of like, oh, Cassidy has this high-end technology where she can edit and it looks like a TV, TV production. <laughs> and, and even like on your scale of, oh, well, maybe John Eric's doing so much better than me because he's got all of his assignments in and he's a self-starter and he's a learner and... He doesn't need to wait for an email from a teacher that's going to come a couple hours later. Like, and I go, well, that's what I need. And so like, I feel insecure about my abilities and myself. Yeah. And 
it ultimately is going to, when we keep looking at each other and going, oh, I wish I had what John Eric had, or um, I'm glad I don't have what Cassidy has. Like, I think it becomes really damaging to us and our our self-image. Because what, uh, right before we did our first live service with, um, on, in, like, on Sunday morning, I remember walking just kind of like, okay, okay, like, how's this going to happen? And I really felt strongly in myself that, um, that God was speaking that, okay, if you were supposed to look like Elevation or Free Chapel or redemption to the nations or like whatever like whatever big church like where they have a thousand tv cameras and they have like a whole production room like if that's what we were meant to have god knew that this was going to happen this was this god knew that there was going to be a pandemic that was going to shut down the church for god knows how long but if he wanted us to be that then we would have had a production room yeah. In enough time. But guess what? We didn't. And what we have is an iPhone. What we have is um, a microphone. What we have is willing and able bodies. And what we have is a, a Facebook account. And we can make a YouTube account. And there we go. We got what you need. Like, we got what you need. <laughs> and I think that has been something I've struggled with on and, and, on and off. Yeah. Is this idea of um, this idea of, of comparing myself because I want to be settled in what God has given me. Mm-hmm. I want to be settled like for like I know youth ministries that their youth pastors jumping in like ice buckets because they got 50 subscribers in one night. Like that's not me. That's not I think we have eight. Like I think we have eight subscribers <laughs> on our YouTube channel. But you know what? That's what God's given us. Yeah. And we may not have like the lights and the smoke, but guess what? We got a, a dining room table. We got Chick-fil-A and we got good conversation. Yeah. And if that's what we have, then that's what we need to, to be promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we need to be, to be settled in. I agree. And uh, um, a scripture that talking about comparison, like what it, what it brings to mind is first Timothy six, verse 6 and 7, it says, um, Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us whenever we leave it. And verse 8 says, So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. We We have a phone and we have a Facebook account. (laughs) Let us be content. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I mean. And I think... um, that's so important, like, because we, we're speaking on a ministry level because I guess that's what our thought process are in this moment, yeah. but I think that's what, like, for everything, all of us is are being content of, like, well, I have an able body, no, like, I may not be able to do the yoga and the headstand, but I got two legs that can walk me around the block. And I don't have coronavirus. And I don't have corona. I don't have, like, I'm not in a hospital bed, like, I'm not having symptoms, nope. like... I'm good. And I think that's really what the the premise of our, what we can um, capture from this is this idea of, of gratitude, mm-hmm. of being grateful for, for what we have and what we have in this, this moment. And um, 
I may not be able to go walk in an H&M and spend the gift card I got for my birthday. Like, I may not, well, I could do it online, but their sales are better in the store. Mm -hmm. um, like, I may not be able to go to the mall. I may not be able to go to Imperial Grill in Anderson, like, right now. Um, but that's okay. Like, what, what I do have is is food in my house i do have clothes on my back i do have mm -hmm. my legs to to take me for a walk like i do have a mind that helps me think through school because all of us are in school in some capacity like john eric's doing high school like cassidy's doing her undergraduate i'm doing my master's like we're all there and we all feel all of our learning has kind of evolved and, and changed a lot but we have a brain like i have a brain that's going to help me work and think through this process yeah. and i have that so i'm thankful for it like i may not be as smart as who's smart in our youth group i don't know anthony anthony <laughs> like <laughs> trying to think i don't know anyone that's smart in our youth group <laughs> you're all smart you're all smart in your own way um but like maybe i'm not as smart as anthony who's the Salutatorian, if it's class, Nico Smart. Nico was, what was he's he? He's Mr. George Day. He's Mr. George Day. He was our salutatorian. Salutatorian. Like, maybe I'm not as smart as all of them, but you know, I don't need to be. We're, I'm not. No. I can't even pronounce what Nico's doing in school, like, let alone, let alone do it. Yeah. Um, but it, I think for all of us, it makes me go, like, okay, I may not be as perfect or from, from what we're seeing, like, yeah. that's what's being projected mm -hmm. to us. Like, yeah. we're not, like, getting a whole bunch of, like, oh, I'm crying in a corner, like, no. 20 minutes but before I just took a selfie. That is real. That is real. Is. I think everybody's crying. Because it's like, you're going to take the picture, then you see yourself, and you're just like, well, that. Yeah. I gotta wait another 30 minutes, like, yeah. <laughs> for the red blotchiness to go away. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's real no yeah. one's like I don't see many selfies with tear-stained faces mm -hmm. um, but that does not mean that there was not a tear-stained face earlier what we're seeing is what is being projected for us what we are wanting to see I um, the other day I went for a walk after church and I found this new area and I took a picture and like what it would look like is that like oh Zach has this beautiful walk day and <laughs> Like everything is is perfect, and he's taking pictures of flowers. Little did you know, the whole time I'm walking, I'm like, I'm angry. Like I'm mad. I'm mad, and then I get even more mad because it starts raining, and I'm about three miles from my house. But what y'all seeing is this nice little adventure. But behind the camera, I'm like, I'm standing in mud, like, and I'm wet, and I'm angry, like, and I haven't seen people. I have been like. But that's real. So, like, how are we comparing ourselves to something we see that is not the full story? Like, yeah. let's do the whole Big Brother and put cameras in everyone's house for the whole time. And they're... <laughs> maybe not. But, like, that's the full story. But we become so overwhelmed with comparing ourselves. Yeah. And comparing our walk and comparing our journey to a journey that we really don't have the full scope of. And that can be very damaging, but once we sit in our own gratitude, in our own reflection. And, and what, what Cassidy read is like that, that verse in, in 1 Timothy was talking about like contentment. Like, yeah. I'm content. 
I'm content with my eight subscribers on YouTube. Like, I'm content with our 146 followers on Instagram. Like, me and John Eric, we worked our butts off to get those 146. Mm -hmm. Give it, what was it? At the end of the summer, we were trying to to get 100. 100. And now we have 147. Like, and there's times it's gone down, but it's bounced back up. Yeah. Like, we've had our haters. If you don't follow us, follow us now. Follow us now. now. Try to get us... Road to 200. 200. Road we want to get that little music sticker. We want that music sticker. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Um, but, like, how do we always compare ourselves to um, to other things when we can just be content in what we have? Yeah. And it reminds me of the 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 little lunch story with Jesus and, like, Jesus feeding the 5,000. Like, this little boy, who knows how old he was, probably says, I don't know the Bible well enough to know how old he was. Sorry. But we're real. Here. We're real. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I don't, haven't read the text that day, I'm Googling it. Um, but it, he just comes with, like, some loaves and a couple fish. Like, he comes with long drawn silvers. Like, he's coming with a Captain D's lunch. <laughs> and that's supposed to be, like, feed. That's supposed to feed, like, 5,000 people. Yeah. And it's like, that's not. That barely feeds me. Like, let alone all these other people. But what he did was Jesus asked him for it. Like, Jesus Jesus asked him, like, can I have this? Like, And I'm sure, like, he has two responses. Like, nope, that's mine. Like, this is my food. This is, this is mine. Like, or, well, that's not enough to do what you want, so why? Why give it? Like, yeah. it's not going to make a difference. But what Jesus did was he took it and he blessed what somebody else gave him to yeah. use. And then 5,000 people get fed and guess what there's leftovers and that just speaks to us of like it doesn't matter how big it is like it doesn't matter how big your influence is Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how um how small what your talents are or your giftings are you have the capacity to give it to the lord and he has the capacity to bless it and multiply it yeah yeah and that is, I think, a premise that we we all need to, to learn in our life, to mm-hmm. just give the Lord the small things and let him multiply it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no comments, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you covered everything. Except everyone commenting down below in yeah. the live stream. <laughs> Make sure you comment your thoughts. What is your little lunch? And yeah, What is your little lunch? Yeah, what, what are y'all eating though? Let us know what's what's for dinner for y'all. What's on the menu? What's on the menu? Um, but I I think that becomes such a a huge premise for us is just to be grateful. Here's what I have, yeah. and here's my influence. Because what I talked to Cassidy about this last night of um, just my frustration is because in this time, it feels like all everybody's content is just like being lost in the sea of content, like. Mm-hmm. Everyone's social media post is getting lost in it. And you see people like probably spent 10 minutes writing out a, a, an Instagram or Facebook post about how they're feeling and what they're processing. And they're like, I'm not reading that. And like, I'm not reading it. Like, and you start, but then you also start trying to make your own voice heard and you go, Oh wait, who's going to listen? And one of the questions we got was how can I in this time, which I really thought was kind of noble of, I think it was Jake. I think Jake is the one that asked this. We love you, Jake. We love you, Jake. We miss you, Jake. Um, can you get Pizza Hut to sponsor next week? Because you are our favorite Pizza Hut. You are our favorite Pizza Hut. 
and um, I don't know. <laughs> but I thought it was a very noble one because we've gone through how to develop our own spiritual life in this t- process through like um, the encounter moments that we've been having and, and Cassie and I having our dialogues. But he had asked, um, how can we grow other people's spiritual life? How can I help? Yeah, yeah. And oh, that's a good question. It, I, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, like, I didn't think of that. Like, how do I help them? But like, I can barely help myself, let alone help them. And I think we all have that mentality. Yeah. Is, I can barely I help myself. Like, yeah. um, but how do you guys think that we can um, help people in this time grow in their personal spiritual lives? I think... It goes back to that connected and just like always checking up on somebody because if someone's not responding for you a few days are you dead or are you asleep yeah and or both i mean you're at home the entire time so there is no reason for you not to check your phone so they're probably ignoring you so just keeping that relationship yeah. steady Gosh. so that got me angry <laughs> if they're ignoring you <laughs> just keep texting them the back because you want you want to keep that relationship stable and, and text your leaders back who've texted mm-hmm. you. Gosh, they've like, taken time out of their day to text you. They care, like we care. We care, and you're not gonna text. We see you on Instagram. We see you on like we see you on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. We know you got it. Answer them back. They're upset. Yeah. They're hurt. They're, they've been crying. They've been they they're boycotting y'all when you come back because they want yeah. if you didn't text me back. The only thing I'm going to talk to you now, text them back. It's for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Connecting making, connecting with one another, talking with one another, making sure how one another is going beyond just like, hey, what you doing? How you doing? Like, how, like asking intentional questions. How's your spiritual life? Mm-hmm. How are you growing? How are you struggling? How, how are can you, I pray for you? How can I pray for you? Yes. I agree. I think that's a good point. And also, like, you know, not the kind of hidden side of it is – you know, actually praying for people mm-hmm. that you love and people that you don't love, people that you don't like, you know. <laughs> like, pray for all, anything, like, whenever you reach out and ask them, you know, what can I pray for you about? We've talked about this several times. Don't just ask. Actually do it. Actually pray for mm-hmm. them and make sure that you stay on top of that, you know. So I think that's a good point. And then also just staying connected and making sure that you're good personally and then making sure that they're good too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's how we are going to grow. And not just, I don't want to just make it through this experience. I want to, like, kind of grow from this experience. Like, mm-hmm. I want to find growth and fruit from this season. And I think that is that is so important for us to to still do it. Like, we may become so self-centered. Like, I got to take care of myself. I got to make sure that I'm good. And I'm barely good, so I can barely take care of anyone else. Like, I, I have a, with one of my friends, I, we, we always call it rowing the boat. Like, we're both rowing the boat, but there's times I gotta, I gotta stop rowing, and there's times I chuck that oar to shore, and I'm, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. But there comes a point, like, and it's good, like, maybe I can row for Cassidy for a little bit, and then maybe, yeah. maybe I have the day that I just chuck the oar and John Eric cast you, but then there comes a point where we're gonna go find it, like, we'll go, we'll go pick the oar back up and mm-hmm. then we all keep going and then maybe the next day Cassidy drops her oar. Like something happens and she sloughs the oar. Mm-hmm. Or John Eric has his day and he just chucks the oar. Like and we're all we're all there. Mm-hmm. And it's just having to that consistency of of being selfless. And I've said this before, like um the woman in my church growing up, she always said, if you're about God's business, he's gonna be about your business. Yeah. 
as I'm extending myself, giving what little energy I have or a little capacity of what I have to make sure John Eric's good or John Eric's taken care of. He, in return, is going to give me the life that I need. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, if, I'm, if I'm encouraging John Eric and stretching myself, well, he's going to send Cassidy to encourage my life. And then he's going to send someone else for Cassidy to encourage her life. It just becomes this the, the circle of life, so to speak, yeah. of of how we can continue to grow in the Lord is by being selfless yeah. and giving what little we do have and not being intimidated. I think like not being intimidated of like, I, I hope each one of our students are like sending text messages to other people in the youth group. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, and my encouragement for our leaders is because they're, they're struggling y'all. Like y'all don't do nothing. Y'all text back. Like, and God bless the ones that do text back. Like, I really think God's going to grow those, but it like for our, our, for our leaders, like recognizing that you may spend, you may send 20 text messages and you may only get one response, Yeah. but guess what? Like you got that one response and that, that may be who the Lord wanted you to do. And guess what? The intentionality speaks volumes to other people. Like the intentionality speaks volumes to the students that don't reply and be like, Hey, we're, we're there. Whether you want us there or not, we are there. We love you. We care for you. Uh, but it may be like you have to send 20 text messages to make one impact. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I hope we don't always feel like this is true, but like it may, it makes a difference and it becomes worth it. Yeah. Like when we impact one, that, that makes the whole effort worth it. A lot of times we want, we want to send 20 text messages and get, make 25 people impacted. Um, but that's not really, sometimes that's how it happens, but a lot of times that's not. Sometimes we, we labor and we sow seed and then we only get to reap one fruit from a whole season of harvesting. Yeah. But that one fruit is what God had yielded for our life yeah. and what God has given us. Um, so I want to encourage you guys. I really do want to encourage you guys to take some time. Don't compare yourself. Don't, um, don't compare yourself to everybody else. Find ways for you to be healthy. Find ways for you to be, be good. It's good in this season to have it all together, and it's good in this season not to have anything together. It's good to have the morning together and the afternoon a hot mess, and then the evening a mixture of both. It's where you are at, it's okay. It is absolutely okay. And as you are continuing, whether you have a whole bunch of energy, no energy, feeling a, feeling a whole bunch of God in your life, or a whole bunch of not in your life, Whatever you have, take it and give it to the Lord, being content on what he's given you. And then as he gives it to you and as you yield it to him, allow him to reap a harvest in your life. And don't be intimidated by what other people have and what people don't have. What you have in your hands right now, your capacity, your ability, your skill level, whether it be your learning skill level, your your ability to relate to people, whatever it is, that's what the Lord has given you in this time. Be faithful with what you have and let the Lord multiply. We want to encourage you, be content, be content. Don't compare. Don't look to the left and to the right of where you should be at in this season. Look to the Lord and allow him to be the one that that produces gratitude in your life and that you get to see the work in, in, in your life by his hand. So in that, let's just take a moment and pray. God, we just thank you so much for your spirit today. We thank you for this conversation. We thank you that we get to talk. God, that we get to enjoy one another's company. 
Lord, that we get to speak with you and hear you and know you, God, that we get to be transformed by your presence, Lord. I pray that you would fill us with gratitude. I pray that you would fill us with love, that you would fill us with peace, that you would fill us with joy, that you would fill us with your purpose and your presence, Lord. And I just pray that you would touch each and every one of us, that we would be filled with gratitude filled with confidence of who you've created us to be, Lord, and that we would be bold, that we would be fearless, Lord, that we would be, God, that we would be the people that go and, and do, and that we'd be the people that, that give you our little lunch so that you can multiply it, Lord. I pray that you would speak to our to everyone that watches, Lord. Let them see you in their life and see your activity, Lord. Bless them in their schoolwork, their finances, their work life, God. Bless them in their family and their endeavors, God. Everything that they put their hand to, God, I pray that they would see you in it. In Jesus' name, Pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you've enjoyed our one take talk. We enjoy just sitting and eating and and conversing. And I, we hope that you are commenting and and letting us know what your thoughts are and conversing with your key group leaders and one another. And just to let you know, if you want to hear this and take it on the road with you, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just look up Encounter Student Ministries, and you will get to hear this and you will get to be a part of this. Also, don't forget to like our um, our Facebook page at Encounter Student Ministries. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at LCOG Encounter. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube at LCOG Encounter. And we can't wait to join with you on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock at Livonia Church of God on Facebook and on YouTube Live. We can't wait to join with you. We can't wait to see you. We definitely miss you. And we hope... In the foreseeable future, the near future, quicker and sooner than what we even project that we get to be in the same room with you because we genuinely miss you. We can't wait to relate with you. We can't wait to to talk with you and see you and do life with you again. We can't wait to see you. We love you.